0: Welcome to the sports zone. F- F- I'm here. F- Calm down. Here, you are here. just on fire today. I'm 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 kind of a
1: little uh yeah, I'm 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 a little fired up.
0: Well we're gonna we're gonna have a therapy session for you here in a little <laughs> no. bit. We're gonna get this taken care of. <laughs> uh,
1: hey, it's uh, been three weeks. It's you know. been
0: three weeks. I know you miss me. I get it. Most people do Don't. Uh, no,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going
0: though. Fair enough. But anyway, uh, we've got a heck of a show coming up. We're going to talk a little baseball, a little umpiring, maybe a little softball, possibly yeah. a little pickleball. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't.
1: I, I, uh, I was actually umpiring on Saturday, so maybe you can fill me in on I, the pickleball. And
0: yeah, absolutely. So we've got a good one coming. I'm, I'm and exc- no guest at this point. Oh, there might be a surprise one later. Yeah, gosh, we can only hope so. Uh, I
1: don't. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. We don't want to set the bar
0: too high today. That's correct. That's it's correct. our first show of the summer. Is it? technically
1: summer it's yet. not hey meteor i can't say that word
0: Meteorol- meteorological
1: yeah summer is june 1st to august 31st oh okay. so
0: so we're gonna call this the first bob, show too, of the summer Too much science for the summer <laughs> all right let's take a break we'll come back we got a good one coming back we are on the sports zone and as typical bob doesn't show i don't know where the heck bob went everybody but it's good news. I was able to pull the last second thing. I got a it guest. It's one of our favorites. When we want a ratings boost, as we've always said, we bring in this guy, Chris Quayar from the Iowa High School Athletic Association. Thank you for joining us and bailing out Bob once again.
2: Jason, awesome to talk to you as always. I, you know, I haven't seen Bob in a little while. I think the last time I ran into him was down at State Track in Des Moines. And he was asking for VIP parking and a hot tub overlooking the track and, you know, champagne brought up to the concourse level. And so, you know, we, uh, you know, that, I'll, that I'll catch like up Bob. with him soon. Yeah, right. That, that's yeah. Him
0: for yeah. Sure. <laughs> well, we'll just accept uh, an interview with you. And, and you know what? <laughs> that's all he's going to get out of it. So and he missed it.
2: i'll take it i'll take it thanks
0: (laughs) good deal hey big week down at the association uh this year at the uh, iowa high school athletic association this last week lots of big announcements coming out and uh, we've got plenty of them to talk about so i'm going to get right into it uh wrestling's big in in new hampton and there was a big announcement from you guys
2: this last week about state duels Absolutely. So we did announce for folks that were up on the changes back in earlier this spring, state duels moved off of state tournament week that day before kind of contentious. Where do people want it? And it took over sectional weekend. So I know, I know among one a and two, a wrestling fans, that was a little contentious too, but our low numbers and low turnouts for sectionals kind of forced that move a little bit. Um, And so duels moved to that sectional weekend. Well, then we just spent the last couple months doing some site visits and evaluations. Um, so we actually, uh, some of our administrators toured four different sites and took four different bids um, on places to go. And uh, we are going to take state duels to Extreme Arena in Coralville. So Eastern Iowa for all of your, your listeners, uh, which is probably uh, a little handy since a lot of them will be making the trip to central Iowa a couple of weeks later for the actual state traditional tournament. But um, we're excited. Uh, not only is it an awesome venue and uh, going to suit the event really well, but you know, it is going to be adjoining uh, the girls tournament, the inaugural um, girls union state tournament. So those will be the two days before, and then it'll go right into the state dual team tournament. So if, if you are a wrestling fan in Iowa, you've got another good weekend to add onto your calendar.
0: Yeah. And uh, extreme arena is an outstanding facility, uh, you know, and and that's one thing I, I, I Bob and I talked, uh, when we first heard uh, about uh, the change, uh, and w- when the, the discussion was going down about where might this be, you know, will it still be in Des Moines? There, I think there's going to be a nice feel there personally. Um, you know, Wells Fargo is an amazing place, but when it's just the duels, especially not on the same week as as this the, the traditional tournament, uh, it can, you know, you put 5,000 people in 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 Wells Fargo, that's basically quarter capacity but you do that
2: at extreme arena and now it's packed. And, and I compl- I, yes, I completely agree with you, Jason. Um, so, I mean, there's a couple thoughts there. And one is that the duels kind of ended up feeling like dress rehearsal day for the actual big tournament. And, I, and I'm sure you felt the same way. And, and that's good to an extent because it warmed us up for the big tournament, but then it's clear that duels aren't the priority, right? If that's your dress rehearsal. Right. Um, the other thing is, I think we've learned, uh, you know, baseball is a really good example for us. Um, we kind of like now venues that suit the event. Um, you know, so if there are marquee venues that are maintained and state tournament level, there's no reason, you know, we shouldn't some might call it downsizing in terms of capacity, but if it suits the event and we get a better feel and, and a little more atmosphere for the student athletes and the spectators, why not? Um, so mm-hmm. I, I think I think it'll be good. Um it might not have been as, as slam dunk of a thing as a lot of people maybe want to think, uh <laughs> going to Extreme Arena. Uh not not any slight at the venue whatsoever um, because I, we called it world-class that that's legit. Um, But we had some really good other bids um, and, you know, the girls tournament obviously factored into our decision-making, but um, you know, we Had a couple other places that, that put their best foot forward and, and were really intriguing prospects, and we, and we did take the time to do a little bit of due diligence there. So, um, we're excited. Um, I, I think it'll be a good setup, and, and that's three years then starting uh next February. Uh, that will be at Extreme Arena,
0: sure. Uh, just out of curiosity, can I ask what other cities had put in
2: bids? Sure, so uh, with Cedar Rapids. Sioux City and Council Bluffs and we toured all of them uh, in person so um, and uh, yeah it was it was tough uh, I, I think and maybe folks in New Hampton might be relieved to hear this they might be mad at me because you know I can't do anything about it right this second but we are interested in taking things past Central Iowa and so I mean even the idea of something like Sioux City I mean some people might say that's a corner uh, I, I mean I think it's good to have representation. And I think we've we've felt that way at the athletic association office. And so any kind of opportunity we can get to to give a good look to places that maybe wouldn't think of as a centralized quote unquote location. I think, you know, we're intrigued by that. So no, no issue with going to the corners here.
0: And I'm with you 100% on that. You know, there was a, a time there uh, about 10 years ago, it felt like most, I won't say most, but a good chunk of the largest, of the largest uh, attendance state tournament events. were are going to be in, in Des Moines or the Des Moines metro area. So personally, yes, I like seeing it going out and my economics teacher side of me comes out and says economic impact across the state.
2: Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great way to think about it.
0: And then uh, another, the other uh, venue thing that came up this week, uh, baseball has been announced. And I think this maybe came out earlier, but it's announced that we're going back to Dwayne Banks, I believe it is. And
2: they yes. Iowa yes yes exactly so we'll keep the same setup that we started last summer um which was uh 1a and 2a at carroll and then we will have 3a and 4a in iowa city at duane banks um so both those venues were packed for the last couple days of action um it, it was noisy it was a lot of fun uh both were excited to host because uh, iowa city had never hosted state baseball and carroll hadn't hosted in almost 20 years so um they, they put on a good show and, and we're excited to go back so um, that's a that's another that's a three year arrangement with Carroll as they make improvements to an already excellent small town ballpark um, and then uh, in Iowa City it, it's it's sort of a three year arrangement but the understanding is there might be one year in there where they're trying to do improvements on the stadium. Um, so, th- uh, they'll give us a clear heads up and we'll have alternatives ready. Um, but, uh, if they can improve the facility for the long uh, press box seating, all that kind of stuff, then, uh, you know, we, we might have to find an alternative for, for one week. So, sure.
0: oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, was there a lot of discussion about anywhere else or did things go so smoothly, uh, that
2: it was just kind of a no brainer? That's a good question. Um, we had talks with quite a few other venues because they were interested after seeing that we were willing to try it and we were, you know, interested in, in looking at other places simply because, I mean, I guess first and foremost, the minor league baseball schedule really, and I've talked with you and Bob about that quite a bit, but the minor league baseball schedule kind of has thrown a wrench into long-term planning and, you know, getting full weeks, uh, right. plural, uh, free from some of those ballparks so uh some folks can guarantee specific dates but we just don't know four years out three years out two years out whatever um so once they saw us be willing and make it work uh in and iowa city or i should say the host cities make it work um they were intrigued um so we had we had a little bit more interest but um we felt good about going back to those places especially after it was a, a pretty successful first run Outstanding.
0: Yeah. yeah, And and uh, of course, New Hampton was able to make a run there and, and uh, come out to Carroll. And I know people around here had nothing but good things to say about Carroll. Uh, the drive was probably a little farther than they expected. But you know what? When your team's in the playoffs, <laughs> who cares?
2: Yes. Yes. I, I think you're exactly right there. And one thing uh, when we're putting our maps together, one thing we hear routinely in almost every single sport is that Head coaches, as long as they think they've got a shot to win or qualify, will go anywhere in the state. Right,
0: exactly. (laughs) Especially in the summer. It's a little easier, right? (laughs) Yes, exactly. You know, speaking of that, that's a great roll into uh, the other announcement that came out with basketball. Postseason assignments are going to be done a little differently here going forward. Uh, Can you talk about what the change is there and uh, how that came about?
2: Yeah, this is a little bit inside baseball, I guess, or inside basketball, I guess, for for (laughs) lack of a better term. Um, So for folks who know our postseason process, um, you know, we have brackets, um, but the way that postseason assignments have traditionally been rolled out um, have gone earlier than the end of the regular season that we release postseason pods essentially. So depending on the classification, maybe six teams altogether or eight teams altogether uh, geographically usually, but, you know, separating some of our top ranked teams. And then that way those schools know, you know, who they might be taking on, whether that's, you know, Decora, you know, and Charles city know that they probably know anyway, that they're probably in the same sub state, but that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, for the last few years, we've done uh, coaches, have voted uh, to do seeding in those brackets. So, you know, for your district games or your sub-state games, all those coaches get together or they jump on a Zoom call and they rate each other one through eight, and then that's where they go. So number one plays number eight, four plays five, you get the idea. Um, And then we did the same thing at the state tournament. Uh, We gave it a try for a few years, Um, and I would not say that the coaches' seeding meetings singularly were the reason that this change was made, Um, but it was a it's all predicated on the idea of giving us a little more time to do a better job. Um, and and b- believe it or not, Jason, we really are trying to do the best job we can when we release these postseason assignments. Oh, I, I believe, I <laughs> yes,
0: I mean, absolutely.
2: So, um, we, you know, we, we have tried to put them together as best we can, we've pushed the dates back about as far as we can go to still accommodate for those seating meetings and then assigning officials and getting gyms booked uh if we need you know neutral site games or to schedule double headers those kinds of things but at at some point uh we can't push far enough back um you know to give people the majority of the regular season that they're looking for unless you know we adjust how those teams are seated um so that kind of led to our discussion about how we're doing it and you know fortunately the advisory committee and and several you know Coaches that we receive feedback from and ADs that we receive feedback from were were honest and positive in their feedback with us, which is that a lot of the substates that we had designed the last few years already had the teams pretty well seeded out. And that is how we have tried to map it. I mean, so that when the seeding meeting comes, people know that a number one is a number one and a number two is a number two. And then they meet but that kind of ends up making it a little bit of a formality. Um, and not that we were trying to take the power away from them, but we were trying to separate all the number ones. Right, um, Oh, absolutely. Yeah, try to separate all the number ones and the number eight. So um, they had seen that transpire over the last few years and we'd heard, and I guess this off season is where it finally got loud enough across small schools and large schools that they were comfortable with making this kind of adjustment uh, heading into next year. So a um, little exclusive for you here too. It, it'll probably, we're still working out some of the criteria, but it'll probably involve rankings. Of um uh, of some kind and and our plan at this time is is not just out of our office um is is to involve some folks outside our office uh coaches maybe some media um into putting together rankings by class throughout the regular season so people know where they are oh, and yeah. then uh, by the time we get to that postseason run uh maybe we've we've got you know as much information and we've been transparent with that information to do the best postseason postseason assignments that we can
0: Sure. Absolutely. So this will be as far as that goes a little closer to like what we see with football, where there's going to be release night and then you'll find out all that stuff on that night. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm not exactly sure when that drop dead date will be, you know, uh, when your last game will count and then we'll, when we're, when we'll make the brackets, but um, that that's, that is the plan. Correct. Sure. Okay.
0: Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Lots of changes going on. And then of course, you know, the other thing I think we have to talk about here. Uh, is the need for official officials here in the state of Iowa. Um, we've seen games delayed. We've seen games canceled, especially under level games. Uh, and I, I maybe even some varsity games, I guess I haven't uh, caught all those. I know there's guys that are working every night just to make sure that kids have opportunities to play games. What can we do here on the sports zone? What can we do here in New Hampton and across the state
2: to help with this? Wow. Those are big questions. (laughs) I know. I know. know. Um, Well, yeah. Yeah. So, and first of all, thank you for pointing out that a lot of sub varsity games have been hit because I do feel like there's a little bit of a disconnect there where people will report or talk about varsity games getting canceled and that's what makes the headlines. But if varsity games are getting canceled, what do you think is happening to that 4 PM freshman game? Or what do you think is happening to those junior high contests? Mm -hmm. And uh, if those go by the wayside, we we don't have good varsity baseball and the, and then it's a, just a vicious cycle of what we've got happening. So, you know, kudos to all those umpires and teams trying to make schedules work. A lot of ads are working and assigners are working around the clock to try and make schedules work for for everybody um so that these kids can keep playing games. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really important. um the thing we're kind of stressing right now uh, is behavior and treatment and and that is from across the board. That is not just, the HSAA saying spectators, tsk, tisk, you need to do better. Um, it's humanizing these umpires and officials who are your friends and neighbors and people who live in your area and are trying their best to give your kid an opportunity to play a game because officials are required to play these games. <laughs> right, right. And th- that's that's the number one message that we want to get across. And so so that behavior and treatment goes from ADs, and, you know, we have a lot of great ones who who roll out the, you know, they'll find a nice air conditioned room and maybe a meal and pay them on site and treating umpires well, or treating officials well when, when they come to your facility, mm-hmm. uh, that go that goes with coaches and, and players, you know, having a good rapport and a good relationship with those umpires and appreciating what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, they don't have to be out there. <laughs> um, right, so exactly. we, we appreciate that. And then, and then it does ultimately come back to spectators where a lot of the pressure comes from, but, um, I just don't know that criticizing fan behavior nonstop is going to lead to a positive change. So, um, you know, cheer for your team, cheer for, you know, the umpires to do the best they can because they are your friends and neighbors and they're, and, and they're trying the best they can. And I mean, if we can create a positive environment for the kids and the officials and the coaches, you know, that's something people want to do. Um, cool. And uh, the, the good news on this front that, I, that I'm happy to to provide here too, is that we've now seen somewhere between three and 400 more baseball umpires registered this summer than last summer. Um, So uh, no single reason why I can't say that it's just recruiting efforts or or whatever, but um, you know, that that's really encouraging.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, Chris, the one thing I think about when it comes to all the officiating stuff is the game is played by humans. It's coached by humans. It's watched by humans. Why would we not expect it to be officiated by humans? Yes. Humans make mistakes. I mean, if yeah, there's errors in baseball games, but, I, I marked down that a few errors in the scorebook, uh, errors are going to happen.
2: Players, players make mistakes. And, you know, if you're rooting for your team, you don't need to jump on them. They, they right. understand what they did wrong. Coaches, they're going to make mistakes. Uh, you know, the AD doesn't need to immediately come down to the third base coach and fire him just right. because he sent somebody home at the wrong time. Right. We don't need, we don't need to berate an umpire just because I'm sitting 250 feet away. And I think I've got a better call at the. <laughs> Right. Absolutely. Right. Uh, so, uh, if we can all just try a little better and treat each other a little better, I, I think it'd be in a lot better place.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Well, Chris Quayar, I very much appreciate you joining us here on the Sports Zone. It's always a wonderful conversation, and the best part is we get to make fun of Bob. <laughs>
2: just tell him what he missed he missed an exclusive here jason yeah he, you're he darn it.
0: right I, and believe me i'm gonna let him know about it we're hopefully we are hopefully back but
2: <laughs> appreciate appreciate the conversation as always and your questions and uh look, look forward to our uh, next time we can catch up so
0: sounds good we'll be back All with right. more sports born right after a uh, sports zone right after this well the good news is we made it back on the air here from the commercial the bad news is bob we're still Wait wait, what do I hear somebody out of breath frantically running back into the room? Bob, what are you laughing about? I just uh
1: I missed I missed Chris, didn't I? You missed
0: Chris, yeah. dude. Yeah, no, you know. We had an exclusive.
1: I'll have to I guess I'll have to listen. I hope you did listen. <laughs> no. You'd think that well Okay, whatever. remember <laughs> we've told people that we tape a lot of this. That's true, so, and I can't
0: remember what the exclusive is now. No, unfortunately, yes, but we'll get there. Okay, <laughs> okay, but you're still fired up. I am now. I wait. Am. First of all, back up. Where were you? Where'd you go?
1: I was working, working on what? On a story. Okay. No, it's not an exclusive story. It's just only
0: time the guy could talk to me. Right in the all, yes. all these people sit down at their devices, and they want to listen to you and I talk, and that's when... I don't know if they want to listen to you and I talk. That's... (laughs) That's That's a good point.
1: That is probably... You know, I mean, right now they're questioning their wisdom. i sitting down <laughs> in front of their devices. No, no, Bob, Bob,
0: Bob. Yes. They are feeling better about themselves, oh. realizing that they are above the heap of you and
1: I. Yes, yes. That's what we do. <laughs> right. We
0: are. We we try to find the bottom so everybody feels good.
1: Exactly. You we, know, I think we, I think we're succeeding, in a yeah. lot of ways. Yeah. You know, I mean, did you see my bull pickums
0: this year? Yeah, I did. did you I see did. our NCAA bracket? That, that was yeah. That pretty, was the bottom. bottom. That yes. Was, yes so. uh, I mean, they, uh, there were five-year-olds that beat us. Bob. Right. Right. But uh, I will say, uh, in the bowl pick'em uh, contest this year, I win. Yes. Wow. Well, because <laughs> I didn't enjoy have to say it. That. Enjoy it this year, buddy. Yeah. So, I still uh, have a toilet bowl trophy for you. So okay. Okay. Actually, I think I'm going given give it to Riley. But. <laughs> <laughs> She thought it was hilarious, but then again, she's a seven-year-old, and she thinks everything's funny.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, so do I, though. So what does that <laughs> say? Okay, you know, it used to be that my boys would tell me, you know, you're like a 16-year-old going on whatever, you know, way up there, because you like to make fun of how old I am. How old to- are you? I am 56. That's not that old. Yes. So, I
0: mean, it's closer to my parents than me, but...
1: But, but let's be But honest. Bob, I still hang out with you. Yeah, but let's be honest the boys may have, may be studying me a little high i might <laughs> I, I might be at the 7 year olds let's stage. just say
0: that we both have middle school humor as a very very fluent oh, skill we'll, we'll go to that yes. yeah yes. yeah yeah the high bar stuff we struggle with but the middle school humor <laughs>
1: yes we get we we have that, we down. Got that down you know but you've been in middle school for a lot of years you know i had the,
0: like a an eight-year break in there before i got back in okay yeah. <laughs> i left left middle school i went to the high school sure. for a little bit didn't really like it so i thought i would try college well, and said eh, I, <laughs> Nah, i middle school middle school is the way to go <laughs> Yeah, uh, anyway, this has been three minutes of nonsense. But, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> but Okay, yeah, we've you- only got 12
1: to go for this segment. Yeah, Chris,
0: <laughs> Chris was here, though. Yeah, and was-
1: uh, I'm glad. I'm glad. Um- I'm glad he came on. He's he's a he's a good dude. He is even if he I wanna know about this VIP parking. Uh, yes, I, I know I did not ask him that. So <laughs> what about the champagne in the uh, press? No, box? you know. I'm Well I'm a recovering alcohol. And I I'm just a prude. <laughs> yes, so uh, and if I relapse, I'm not relapsing on champagne. I never really like <laughs> champagne. So
0: <laughs> it tickles my nose. I don't yeah, like
1: think. No, no, thank you. So, um been a busy summer so far even though you know i know technically you know in your world hey i have someone starts tomorrow or wednesday or, you know we should maybe look it up
0: but that I, seems like a lot of work it's either the 21st or the 22nd <laughs> 20 and i'm sure there's somebody screaming at their radio right now you should know this it's the 21st <laughs> or the 22nd or whatever and but you're so- they're right and we're wrong but <laughs> you're we a social eat. studies guy Yeah, social that studies would, that would be that's more science, science. that's yeah. science yeah. Now, I taught science once, and it did not go well. <laughs> well <laughs> We're not going to go into that either. I just remember in high school. If you know, you know.
1: <laughs> if you are in a, ever been in a high school chemistry class, I can't remember what it is. But, I didn't take high school but chemistry. Something like sulfuric acid and water or something creates fire.
0: Oh, I sure.
1: Yeah. I just light the fuse. So I, um, you know... He, Never mix whatever it was, never mix those together, which is pretty much, again, I'm middle school. Yeah. You know, oh, we got to see what happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know,
2: yeah.
0: yeah. That, you know, yeah. Chad Pemble's a good guy to talk to about <laughs> yes, that. He could probably tell you without actually <laughs> having to do, do it. it. right. You know. Um, and
1: he'd probably tell me, don't do it. Which, oh, I'm sure. Which to me, as a middle schooler, would mean okay. I gotta see what this does
0: again, even though I know. <laughs> yeah. So I have to say, there's a and I didn't get to take this one, but there's a class at Luther mm-hmm. um, that's been a little bit revamped. I, I take that back. I took the class, but they revamped it a little bit yes. since then. Um, and it's it's a science gen ed that is meant one hundred percent for like non science people that have to fill their science gen ed. And it's, it's so low level that they won't even let the, the science majors take it. They, they won't even let them take it for credit. Um, but uh, the whole thing is geared towards like some basic, you know, ana- anatomy stuff. And then they do chemistry stuff and you, you, you blow stuff up. Like they bring stuff. Like my dad has gone in and done firework stuff and they blow stuff up. Sometimes in the lab room. So is- sometimes in the lecture hall. <laughs> It's hilarious. I, I like this class. Oh, Claude Mertzich, good dude, good dude.
1: So, um, and uh, maybe Luther will sign on as a sponsor because we just... You
0: know. <laughs> we just plugged them. Yes. <laughs> the the high-level science class. <laughs> they've got world-class nursing facilities and amazing setups. With them. I mean, they've got kids going... <laughs> to the Mayo Clinic uh, but, to do their internships. They've got a uh, very high-level biology program. But, yes, it's the low-level science so, class for the for the rest of the crowd that's going to sell them.
1: So let me just double-check this. You're telling me the kids, young men and women, who <laughs> are going to the Mayo Clinic for the uh, internships? Mm-hmm.
0: They are not in that class. They're not in that class. (laughs) Well, if they are, they're not getting credit. Well, they might get credit for it, but it doesn't count towards your major like the actual credits that count towards your major, but yeah, no, it's, it's been fun. It's been fun to hear about that. But anyway, that's uh, that's seven minutes of, of nonsense. Uh, Bob, I understand you've been officiating, and it's been an
1: interesting season. It, it has been a very interesting season. Um, Would you like to drop any names? Uh, no, I'm not going to drop names. I'm not going to do that. Would you like to hint about
0: any schools they might coach <laughs> no, for? No, I'm not
1: going to do that either. I, I, I'd like to, but...
0: Because here's the deal. Would you like to hint about whether it's baseball or softball? It it is baseball. Okay. Okay. I do baseball. There. See, we narrowed you down on something. So, um, (laughs) a couple of
1: quick things, uh, uh, because, you know, it's taking us forever to get to the point
0: of this. (laughs) So, why not? Well, You've seen the movie Monty Python and the Holy Grail? And they would have the big diatribe. (laughs) Get on with it! Yeah, that's (laughs) kind of where we're at. Hopefully, they're
1: still listening. So... uh, Last last week, we Josh and I did a game up at Osage, and, and you know baseball and softball well enough that if they kind of start at the same time, softball's almost like 99.9% going to get over first. Agreed. So um, this is my fun story about umpiring. Okay. Uh, and and the well, top...
0: I, You know what? You do have to drop a name on this one because yes. he's a call-off it, yeah, media
1: guy. Yes. So I was going now. So. Okay, perfect. So... Top of Iowa actually starts baseball at 5.30 and they start softball at 6. Mm-hmm. And we got a five-inning JV game in, we got the varsity game in, and we can still hear them chewing at the softball field. Uh-oh. So this is the first time in three years of high school officiating that I have ever beaten a base, uh, softball. <laughs> and so the two umpires at... Um, at Osage that night, were a guy named Jason Slater mm-hmm. and Carl Woolwich, who well, does something with co K-I-O-W. It's out of in, Mason City. Yeah, or Forest City. Yes. Forest City. So, um, and Josh has known these guys since he was little. Was Josh working with you on this yes. one? Yes. Okay. And so Josh tells me, he goes, We gotta go over there. I call you, bet you know, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, part, of, I, part of anatomy that you might learn about in that class at Luther. But anyway. Yeah,
0: it was more blowing stuff up. But anyway. So
1: anyway, <laughs> so anyway uh, we go over there, and they they play varsity first, then JV. They're doing the JV game, and, and Jason is behind the plate. And we sit down in the front row. <laughs> Josh just casually goes, "Hey, Blue, what's taking you so long?" Oh, jeez! <laughs> and, oh, and after the game, Carl goes, "I heard that voice. I knew it was Afensky." <laughs> <laughs> because only afensky would be that sarcastic to remind <laughs> us." <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyway, it's there are moments like that. Yes, that are really fun. Oh yeah. And um, and I I really want to be careful with this because I don't want to blanket everybody. Right. However, we are in a deep deep officiating crisis.
0: Crisis is the word for it. You know, and, and you and, know I know you weren't here, but uh, I did talk with uh, who was our guest again? Chris. Chris, There <laughs> we go. See, I wasn't here, but I know who yeah. you talked to. No, Chris Quayark. So. We, <laughs> um, I, I, we talked about that yeah. and that you know it's not. As much yet, the varsity game that's missing, but those underlevel games are having a hard time.
1: And I would, I would, uh, I wish I would have been here because I would argue that. Oh, really? Every single day, um, I get something from Arbiter Sports, which all the assigning groups use Mm -hmm. um, in desperate need, and it's varsity for that night. Oh, wow. You know, and, and we're not just talking like little 1As. Right. I mean, uh, last week I got one, Cedar Rapids-Jefferson, Cedar Rapids-Washington. Jeez. You know, um, desperately. I mean, they're offering gas cards for people because they're going to drive outside the area. Right, yeah. You know, um, and, and I can tell you why. Because... I'm gonna I'm gonna give away a few things here, so the conference I do most of my games out of is the top of Iowa, mostly because I just
0: I you I, got a rapport with those right, guys right
1: right well that and you know I would feel a little uncomfortable I cover New Hampton For sure you know so I'm gonna do work. a Cuskwood decloy game look. I know I would do my yeah. best to be fair, but perception is reality, and perception all that Perception is reality. Yep. So, um, now saying that we do the Nashville paper, and I've done three Nashville games right. this year. So, um, but we what, what what's happening right now is number one, I'm going to give pretty much 99 percent of the players a pass okay. because they are great to work with. Sure. And we can, I know... You There's know, a
0: million stories you've told me just from this summer. Yes, phone.
1: yes. I mean, the kids are great. Right. You know, um, you know. I, I've enjoyed that. I, that. That part, I wouldn't give up for anything, you yeah. know. Um, there are a lot of coaches that need to realize that if they can't control themselves, we're not going to have any umpires in five years okay
0: when you say control themselves what are you talking about are you Um, saying disagreeing with an official or just dumb in the how how they do it? how they do it
1: look i I get you know what i'm i'm gonna mess up a call you're right josh is gonna mess up a call i mean one of my favorite umpires is a guy from here who's done state championship games bill boyd is gonna mess up a call he'll tell you that
0: you know um It happens, Mm -hmm. you know, and you know what I used to mess up three or four calls a game,
1: you know, so it it, it's it's the snide comments, you know, you know, here's here's some of them I've heard, you know, you can't call that no you. yes yeah. i can you know the I, got blue, little, I got a blue shirt that says yeah, i can yeah and i have a little card that says registered umpire right you know if, if i you know it would be like um uh, somebody clipping somebody and that's not my but i see it i gotta call it right, right. you know right. i mean you know i get it you know you have your areas that you have to focus on but if you see something you call it you right. know right um you know, I've heard this. Um, I, I'll take this back. Josh has heard this. You know, we we did a, a Saturday triangular, um, and we walked in, and one of the assistant coaches says, "Just once, I'd like to have get some good umpires." Mm. You know, I, I mean, you know, it, it, and you hear that all the time. You know, they're doing that with with the veterans the 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 newcomers the guys in the middle you you hear it all the time you know um how can you call you know how can you call that well i saw that he was out and i called him out you know and 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 but they're not even the worst it's the fans and um, I don't know where we're at on time because... we have got a t-
0: bit, little over a minute. Okay. We might have to go into the next segment. We, 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 we In fact, will. In let's do that. Let's take a quick break, um, and then we'll come back. Because I want to share a fans. couple stories that kind of illustrate where
1: we're at, uh, um, what the problem is, and then I'm going to tell you what's
0: going to happen because I I, I see it happening right uh, and now. And we've got we to talk about how to fix it, too, I think. Yeah, right. All right. We'll take a break. When we come back, Bob's going to drop some bombs Okay. or uh, something like maybe, that. Maybe, yeah. All right. something like that back after <laughs> this bob let's keep going on our conversation that we had it was a good one for once so well the, yeah. <laughs> no we have good conversations yeah, and i so want to keep do. this one going um because i have often talked about my feeling on fans in general <laughs> and it's not because i hate fans and because i mean fans are what makes sports fun right, right. they're there and i think we out. saw
1: that during the pandemic.
0: Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, absolutely.
1: It, it's a lot more fun watching the NBA finals when there's 18,000 people in the arena and not 20.
0: Right. You know. I think what we're frustrated with is, and I'm going to use a word that people don't like hearing very much. Okay. Uh, there's an entitlement among fans. Well, that they they're entitled to yell and and just voice their opinion and that what they say doesn't matter because they're mad because they're mad. They about paid what they five talk.
1: bucks to get in. I, yes,
0: right. And I'm not gonna I'm gonna tell you straight up. I in my younger days I got caught up in that. No. And in my older Fine. days I don't I don't say much.
1: I will I will be honest with you. I, I did too. You know, and then I started officiating, and I've, right. I've been doing this a long time. I mean... Um, That's because you're old. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm not going to argue with you. Uh, my, well, you're, I'm sorry. You're experienced.
0: <laughs> anyway.
1: Uh, so what you see, and, and part of the issue is, uh, you know, for instance, uh, uh, the one that sticks in my head from last week was... Josh was behind the plate for a JV game. He called the ball foul. You know, let's see. He's right on the plate. He can see right down the line. Oh, yeah. You know, and it was it was fouled by a good 10 feet. Sure. That was, you know, and, and you know, just the dumb things that you hear from fans. Right. Who have no angle. People standing down the first base side going, that was right down the middle. Well, I don't know how they got their eyes to go 200 yeah. feet that way so they can see you right down the middle. Right, you know, um, that hit the glove. Yes, it did. The catcher was set up five inches outside. You know, and and yep. and again, I'm not. I will not even pretend that I'm at the top level or anything. But, oh yeah, but but I I I think I'm fairly consistent. You know. Right. Um, you know, uh, a curveball can land in the catcher's glove over the middle of the plate and not be a strike because it curves around the plate. You it know? can. You know, I mean, it there's can. little things like that. Or it curves night.
0: over the top of the zone. Right.
1: Friday night. Um, you know, and again, I get I, I I disagreed with the call too because I thought uh, it was a play at first with the New Hampton Charles City game. Okay. And I thought he got the white bag. Sure. Um, with the ball. Mm-hmm. The umpire ruled that he didn't. Sure. Okay, I disagreed with that call. I didn't yell. I didn't, you know. Right. But what, what bothered me was we got 50, you know, I'll say it, New Hampton fans. He was on the orange bag. Well, guess what? That's not an out. Unless Correct. it's a drop third strike and you throw it inside right outside in ball. which
0: case then yeah the, then, the batter then, and then, the they're yes, supposed they to switch. switch
1: you know and um you know that that if a base runner runs into a, an infielder he has to give the infielder the right to field it right you know so really as an infielder you, your you job is almost okay make contact you right. know which right. but but again there, there's a million little things and some of it, and I can handle, you know, a a lot of that stuff, right? But it's so incessant these days. And it's a constant yelling. It, and it, you know, and, and a lot of times it's only, you know, we always say it's only the few, but mm. what, but but I don't. Th- I think it's gotten worse and
0: worse the the past. Five years. Well, there's something to be said about mob mentality. If everybody's saying it, right. it's a lot easier to start you know, than it, it is if I'm the only one.
1: It, and, and what's happening is this. So we have a group of officials in the state who are in their 60s. Right. We have some in their 70s. Yes, I saw a lot of them in the last week. You know, they will eventually retire. Yes. You know, and some of them, a lot of them did get out during the pandemic. Yep. Um, So what we need to do, and we don't have a lot of middle-aged umpires. No. We we don't have a lot of guys in their 30s and 40s. We really don't. Our gals. Right. You know, so what's happening this year, and for instance, in our association, um, we have, I want to say six or seven brand new guys. Mm Mm-hmm. A couple of them literally were high school seniors last year. Right. Okay. And they're going to be good. Right. You know, they're going to be really good. Mm-hmm. Except for one thing. They want to get out of it. They want to get out of it. Already. I've talked to three or four guys that I've worked with. I'm not doing this next year. You know, the pay. the pay sounds good. It it does. Because uh, the top of Iowa, and and I don't know what the NEIC pays or what the upper Iowa pays. The top of Iowa pays $130. It went up $20 this year.
0: Which sounds great. But Except. Except
1: except when I went to, uh, I'll use an example. I went to St. Ansgar. I leave here at about uh, quarter to four. Yep. And you know, granted, this game went into extra innings. Mm-hmm. I got home at midnight. That's an eight-hour day. Eight-hour day, I spent. You know, we you we paid for gas. Yes, you um, don't get mileage, do you? We do not get mileage. There's one school in North Iowa that pays mileage. That's Mason City. Sure, you know. Um, and their mileage rate is really small. I've worked a couple under Varsity Mason City games. Yep. And my check is like $25 more. Right. So I've just driven 100 miles, so I'm getting 25 cents a mile. You right. know, it's not, the pay isn't what people think it is. Right. Now Guys like me are really bad at this because I kind of make it seem like we get paid a lot because I always joke. Well, you're trying to sell people to get into right. it. For me, the reason I honestly got into umpiring last year: one, I was asked, right, in the high school umpire, right. Two, um, Noah had just transferred to Colorado, right. I needed some Colorado money,
0: <laughs> you know? In other words, to play for pay for plane tickets to go see right, see Q- him,
1: right. you know. And but 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 my fear is this: one of the really good officials, baseball umpires. In north-central Iowa is a guy named Travis Pike. Yep. He has a Mm four-year-old. He's getting out this year. Sure. So we're going to lose Travis Pike who works almost every night. Right. We're going to lose all these young guys. May 1st, we had 34 varsity baseball games not covered in our area, which is all the top of Iowa, Hampton, Clear Lake, a few North Central, a few Iowa Star Schools. Charles City does their own diversity. Yep. Okay. Now we're going to lose, say we lose two of them. Of the old guys? Of the the young guys.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: And that's not even counting if somebody retires or just, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. We are in a, we will have games. And I used to think it was like 10 years away.
0: No, it's
1: not. We are, a year, not. We are a year or two away um, from just not being able to play
0: games. And I, I would say we're not a year or two away. I, I would say it's it, now. It's it, happening. It's, it's,
1: and it's kind of happening now, especially we've been really lucky this summer. We've had very little rainouts. Right. If we had one of those if we had 2 or 3 days, you know and it happens. You mm-hmm. you've been you've seen that. Oh yeah. And all of a sudden you're trying to make up games. Right. I mean, we we just had a um uh we had a rainout a couple of weeks ago. So what they did is they brought three teams to one town so that they could play right. uh two varsity games. You yep. know, That's bad for the sport because three teams had their JVs not get a game in that night.
0: Right. And people say, well, wait a second. What's the big deal with that? Well, here's the big deal with that. How else do you develop young players that are not varsity ready? Exactly. And I've seen this. You can only have nine guys in the field or girls in the field. How do you develop those kids that aren't playing the varsity ball? So
1: I'll, I'll I'll give you a great example. And it's not just the young kids. Okay. So there's a, a young man from Charles City, Landon Loft. Yep. He caught JV last year. Mm-hmm. He's, as a junior, you know he's turned into a heck of a catcher. Sure. I mean, he, I think he threw out two base stealers the other night. That that's a really good night in high school baseball. Yes, it is. You know, so I just I, I here's here's my plea: if you want your kids to play, two three years or maybe even next year you know i i get it you're gonna yell don't make it personal don't do it all the time you know i've had people follow me to my car you know and 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 like you know hope hope you really enjoyed yourself tonight you know i mean I'm, i'm not saying i'm scared but but i've seen enough
0: hope you really enjoyed yourself yes
1: yes no i I put on all this stuff it's ninety degrees um I lost ten pounds which you know I can use well I get that. yeah, yeah. But,
0: but but you know I mean yes it's fun to interact with the kids and, yes and, and all that it,
1: it, stuff. a lot of the coaches you well, know yes but, but it,
0: it is still work it, yes. and in I mean you are and you I, don't have allegiances to these schools, no.
1: Bob. So, so tomorrow night I'm going to Riceville North, and they're playing North Tama. Sure. Okay. When I wake up in the morning, I'm, I, I I swear tomorrow morning I am not waking up going. I am
0: gonna screw the you know what out of North Tama, or you know, because my <laughs> brother will be mad because he used to live in North Tama, <laughs> and he'll come and ask you if you had a nice time tonight. Yes.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he won't. But but but, but again. I guess what I wanna leave people with today is a couple of things, real quick, and I know we're running out of time. One, um, the kids are worth it. The kids are worth it. You know. And and last year I got hit in the infield and I got both coaches yelling at me. I got fans yelling at me. It was this 18-year-old shortstop from St. Go who finally goes, hey, Blue, are you okay? Right. <laughs> you know, right. that said something. The other one happened at this triangular. The Lansing Key players are the loosest group of kids <laughs> I've ever seen. And they still play good ball. And they play really good, fundamental baseball. I don't know how. Um, <laughs> something but, to do with Gene Schultz. Yes, but um, as You know, we're sitting there and they're having a conversation amongst themselves while the game is going on about a book. Right. And um and no, there's a mouse in it. And I am like in the infield and I finally turn around and look at the shortstop. And I go, uh, if you give a mouse a cookie. He goes, That's it, that's it, you know. (laughs) So Josh and I go back to our car, that was the last game of the triangular, okay? And here comes this, uh, I'm going to mispronounce his name, Divert, I think is his last name. And he, oh, Debert. Debert. So he comes over, and he's holding his phone. He goes, hey, Blue, we found it on Apple Books. <laughs> so we're going to read it on the way home. And I look at him, and I go, you know, buddy, that's like a children's book. And he just cracked the best joke. You know, he goes, well, you know, we're from Key. Reading's not that <laughs> But 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 here's here's how much that meant to me, you know. That that it, it, I called the principal at Lansing Key, who was the former New Hampton principal, right? Because all principals here are the bad kids, right? We had uh, on an eight-hour day up there. That those kids made it worth it. Yeah, you know, they're fun to be around. Yes, but we're getting to that point where for, for some people the the other stuff right. is tipping it that they're not worth it anymore and that's sad
0: well yeah. so here's what you can do you know i don't want to just complain about it right. and not offer solutions obviously number 1 yes you can be an official
1: right you oh, can be absolutely. an official absolutely
0: you know and if you want to know how to do it i would start with the I, go to the ia I-A-H-S-A-A dot org right. or I-G-H-S-A-U yeah. dot org which is the Iowa High School Athletic Association or the Iowa Girls High School Athletic Union uh, and go to their officials tab and they'll give you step-by-step instructions of how to get certified and will pro- I think they've even got contact information for people for how to get scheduled Schedule. if that isn't your thing and you're not sure go to your local athletic director and say hey I want to do something I want to be right. involved in this Bob Fenske said it's really fun, and you guys need help, so I'm going to do it. And your your local athletic director can get you pointed in the right direction, right, or at least so. hopefully. Yeah, you know. Yes, yeah. Um, and then the second thing is, when you're a fan, and I kind of said this with Chris, you're there to cheer loud and proud for your team. Right. Uh, you don't have to agree with everything that happens, but and and I'm gonna I'm gonna this is where I'm gonna end it. The games are played by humans. They're coached by humans. They're officiated by humans. Right. The officials have judgment calls to make, and the person wearing the blue shirt that night is the person who gets to have the final say. There it's t- just the way it is.
1: There are times I seriously, you know, I don't have a lot of nights off. I just want to go to the game and yell at a coach. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you bunt there? What were you thinking? <laughs> yes, but again, I, I, you know, and I should, But How ridiculous
0: would that be? Yeah, or to but, scream at a kid. Exactly. Or better yet... Do it to the fans. But, Why'd you cheer that one? What are you thinking? <laughs> no, you should be doing this cheer. <laughs> right. How ridiculous would that look? Right. But how true is it? And it is. So we got to talk to Jimmy
1: Kimmel. He'll do it for us. So I, I do think that we preached. You no, know, I, I haven't preached in a long t- while, well, in a couple months. Um, may- well, maybe P- Pastor
0: Kevin. He's gonna be proud
1: of you. <laughs> But but enjoy the games, you know. Yeah. Um, you get to watch a game, right? And and you know, and, and what really blows my mind sometimes is, and I'm going to back up. I'm, I'm going. I'm not going to go there. I'm oh, going to say before we close, I'll say this. If you see an umpire,
0: don't follow them to their car. No,
1: don't <laughs> follow him to your car. But as they're walking out, say thank you. You know, yes, they are getting paid to do their job, but some they're not getting rich. That means a lot to, to mm-hmm. at least me. You know, yeah. hey, really appreciate that you came over tonight.
0: That's it. You know, it's it's like right. we went out with anybody. Right. You can be upset in the moment, but once it's done, it's done. When we walk off the field, it's over with. Right. There's no going back. And,
1: and, it, and we it, talk about that all the time about coaching. You know, I mean, yes, coaches yell, Mm -hmm. yell. The great coaches are the ones that when you cross that white line, guess what? They're they're a kid again. Yep. You know.
0: And let's talk about something else. Yeah.
1: We better take a break. We better
0: take a break, Bob. Back after this. Well, Bob, it's been a good one. And uh, I did help you get off of your horse. So uh, you're down on level ground again.
1: So I'd like to point out something. I don't, I'm sure your children remembered. Okay. Um, Sunday. Yesterday was Father's Day.
0: Yes, it was. And uh, one of the funniest things I've seen in a long Wait, time. My kids never said Happy Father's Day to me, but you know who did? Who? Your son.
1: Oh, okay. Well Noah, sent me a message. Yes. <laughs> anyway. well, Noah called me at 6.30 yesterday morning because he wanted to be the first.
0: Well, that was very nice of him to get up at 5.30 his yes, time. Yeah, his
1: time, to, uh, And I quote... Because I wanted to beat Josh in saying Happy Father's Day and all that. You know what? Well, given Josh's
0: track record, <laughs> right, right. anyway.
1: So, anyway, we watched Blood Center yesterday morning, and the top ten plays they interspiced really bad dad jokes. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, uh, this is, I have two for you, okay? You're an American when you go into a bathroom, and when mm. you come out, of the bathroom, you are also American. But what are you while you're in the bathroom? European. European, okay. And then this one, why did the little girl try to stuff her dad in the refrigerator? I don't know. She wanted a cooler pop. Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, so as much preaching as I did, now, you know, I, I'm, I'm guessing you're going to tell me that I should not. Go give up my day job and go be a stand-up comedian?
0: Well, I mean, we, have you seen the movie Joker? Yes. Yeah, that, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's all you need. <laughs> I watched that the other day, and yes. Yes, great yes. movie, by the way. Absolutely. Hey, we got to give a big thank you to Chris Quayar for coming in. And-
1: yeah, hey, thanks, Chris. And, you know, we're going to be talking about that VIP parking. Now that you brought that up and I didn't say it, I get VIP parking. He next. says you did say it. Yeah, we're gonna have a little talk, me and really? Mr <laughs> Me and
0: Mr. Quayar gonna have a little chat. I um, love the guy. So oh she's <laughs> he's outstanding. And, uh, of course, thank all of our sponsors for being here. Uh, we can't do this without those guys. Right, uh, right.
1: And, and definitely thank the people who, who listened to the first seven minutes of the second segment. Right, because yes. without you guys, we'd just be talking to ourselves.
0: <laughs> Although I think that's what we were doing there
1: for a while. <laughs> well, listen, have a good 4th of July. We'll hey, be I'm back a... the Monday after.
0: No, I think we're back next week because that's our second show.
1: No, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be back in a week. We got to come up with some more stuff to. We we better find a guest. (laughs) We better find a guest. I'll see what I can do. Okay, have a good one. We'll be back next week on the Sports Zone with Rudy and Bob. See you, bye.